This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Oftentimes, we hear sermons and Bible classes that are on the topic of this world. We are told to be not conformed to this world in Romans 12, too. In Matthew 13, 22, we can read in the explanation of the parable of the sower that he that received the care of this world becometh unfruitful. And in John 8, 23, Jesus said, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. And there are many other passages pertaining to this world and how we as Christians are to relate to it. But the question then becomes, what is this world? What does God mean when he speaks of this world? How are we to live in this world, but yet not be of this world? And it can become confusing. So let's take the next several minutes to consider what the Bible says about this world and how we can relate to it. In that light, we begin with considering the different ways the Bible talks about this world. First, the Bible talks about the world as in the people of the world. In John 3.16, we can read that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Is that talking about God giving Jesus as an atonement for the sins of this globe that we live on? No, of course not. He gave Jesus up for the people of the world. We know this because we know that the earth will be destroyed when Jesus comes back to take the faithful to heaven. 2 Peter 3 verse 10 tells, gives us this information when it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. If the earth is going to be destroyed, then why would God have needed to send Jesus to save it? He wouldn't have. He sent Jesus in order to save the people of the world, whose souls are going to continue on even after the earth is burned up. And taking the world into consideration in this sense, we too are to love the world. But that's not the only way the Bible uses the world. The second way is that it uses it to refer to the physical universe. John 17, 11, um, Jesus prays about being no more in the world, but that his disciples are in the world. God created this universe for us to live in temporarily. It supplies our needs for a short time and is good, but again, is only temporary. Jesus continues the thought in verse 18 when he says, As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. God sent Jesus into the physical world to teach the people of the world, and in turn, Jesus sent his disciples to the people of the world to teach them. Now thirdly, in the way the term the world is most often used by myself and many others when teaching, is referring to all things, people, and influences which are contrary to biblical teaching and God's words. These are things that are sinful in the eyes of God. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. 1 John 2.16 These are those things that Christians have to always keep guard against. Those are the things that, when started, are very hard to quit. I've spoken oftentimes of the slippery slope that sin is. That is what this is referring to. We have to constantly be on the lookout for things of the world, so as not to be conformed to them. Sometimes they are blatantly obvious, and sometimes they are subtle. 
But as we study God's word and read the Bible, we'll, we will become masters at detecting this worldliness and then turning away from it. Now that we have looked at the three different ways the term the world is used in the Bible, let us now consider three questions that we can ask ourselves concerning the things in this world to help us keep ourselves unspotted. But one thing to note before I give you the three questions is that to answer them, we have to know what God's word says. It will become almost impossible to answer them without a working knowledge of the word of God, leading to the study that we have to use in order to know what God says. The first question we can ask is, is it evil? Does it violate any part of God's law? And if the answer is yes to this question, don't do it. It really is as simple as that. We are to stay away from evil and be a light unto the world. Secondly, is it good but temporary? Is it something that we can use while on this earth, but that we have to remember won't be going with us when we pass from this life? These things can be fine. We need to proceed with caution though. We have to keep our feelings about them in check. The temporary of this life is not what gives us worth, and it isn't what God is concerned with. It is nice to enjoy things, but let's not let those things rule us. And then thirdly, is it good and eternal? Will it nourish our souls and build us up as Christians? Will it help us to get to heaven? If the answer is yes, do it and keep on doing it. This is what we should be doing with our lives. This is what gets us to heaven and how we can take as many people with us as we can. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Matthew 6, 33. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Romans 12, 2. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither rot, moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Matthew 6, 19-21. Until next time, teach them diligently. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.